kind of figured with the advent of the iPhone showing up an hour late for mass would be alleviated, but apparently not. No, I'm just kidding. Could be the snow. Could be the snow. We're under blizzard watch, so... Um, as we priests were, me and Father Eli and Father Gardner were conspiring about the homily this weekend, um, Father John Paul pointed something out that I never really thought of, which is that this experience of the woman at the well is an experience um, of God's mercy. And as you know, we really um, encourage confession during the time of Lent. Uh, for those who go regularly and for those who maybe haven't been in a long time. And I think the f- there's a lot of beautiful elements, the first of which is sometimes we have the idea that, especially after we've sinned, like, well, I'm going to go back to confession and then, so then after that I can be with God again. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, in a way, but notice Jesus always acts first. He asks the woman for a drink before he does everything that she desires, right? And it's the same in confession. If you've found yourself in that confessional, it's because God has done something in you already. You've already responded to a grace, uh, and then he wants to forgive your sins, right? Paul's clear about that. He says, you know, sometimes it's really difficult to die for someone who's good. But God shows his love for us and that while we were sinners... He came to die. And so he came to die for us, even in our place of sinfulness. Over the course of their conversation, the woman comes to realize who she's speaking with. Right? But it takes her a little while. And so it's, it's an invitation. Maybe if you haven't been to confession for a long time, that you can hear Jesus say to you today, If you knew the gift of God that was saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. He has so much to offer us. So much to offer us in the sacrament. In our woundedness, in our weakness, in our thirst. And a lot of times we just don't realize it. And so he brings that out of the woman. If you knew who it was that you experienced in that confessional, you would would ask so briefly, so humbly, and he would give you everything that you desired. But we often forget. Do we realize that gift? Do we realize who we're speaking to in the confessional? And then afterwards, Jesus, she tells everyone, he told me everything there is about me, which can maybe seem terrifying, but she's overjoyed. And it's interesting because he actually doesn't tell her everything about her, but she experienced that. What happens? As soon as she asks for the water, she she says, give me this water. He says, go, call your husband. Right? He doesn't tell her everything about her. He points out the one place in which she is most wounded, most experiencing the most pain. And that simple act 
makes her feel like he knows everything about me. And so I think it's an encouragement. Like we, we, know, we know, right, we have to confess all mortal sins since our last confession. I think that most people are aware of that. But then maybe rather than kind of then confessing all of our venial sins or this sort of garbage dump, it's looking at like, what's the one thing, what's the one uh, venial sin I would like to be done with? What's the one or two venial sins that weigh on me the most, right? That's Jesus saying, go call your husband. And if we bring those things to him, we already know he knows all of everything about us. He knows all our sins. But where is the place he's trying to work moving forward? Where is the place he's calling us to overcome a certain sin so that we can move on to the next and the next? If we can answer that question, brothers and sisters, we can see, we can know where God wants to experience us, where he's calling us to quench his thirst. And then lastly, notice the fruits of this experience. What does she do? A, she's overjoyed, which I, th- I hope that we've all experienced in some way a joy of a good confession. But then it leads to evangelization, which is sort of interesting. I don't think we often think of confession as this sort of move of evangelization. She runs into the town and has to tell everyone. And everyone in the town comes to believe, right? Does our experience of God's mercy and confession lead us to tell everyone in a world wounded by sin? Jesus wants us, everyone, to experience the fruits of joy and evangelization through our experience of his mercy. He calls us first. He knows everything about us. And then he gives us the water that we're, that we're dying for, that we're dying for. And so if you haven't yet, or maybe you have, but uh, make a good confession this Lent. Make a good confession so that we can have joy, so that we can have our thirst quenched and that we can quench the thirst of Jesus for our hearts.